The following is a Black Static and Swerve production. You've found Don't Worry Wednesday, where Ryan and Joe share insight, perspective, and information on issues that real folks are dealing with every day. Here is a specific question that Ryan and Joe answered on a recent full episode of Don't Worry Wednesday. Joe, what was that latest question? Hey everyone, the concern we are handling in this segment comes from Princess Yellow, and it reads, Sleep is an unavoidable need for our body and mind. As I might have told you before, I won't take naps because I've gotten some pretty strong nightmares. It can be really hard to get past those sometimes, so I was wondering two things for those who out there also suffer from nightmares. Do you have any advice on how to calm yourself down enough and find the courage to try sleeping again? Since I know for many, the way to cope is to not sleep until the next absolutely unavoidable time. Do you have any advice on how to not get nightmares? A dream catcher worked for me until it was lost when we moved. Do you have any ideas? Just as a reminder, we are not professional therapists and our content is not a substitute for professional counseling. We're simply offering some friendly perspective and encouragement for you as you journey through these challenges. Now let's get to that concern posted by Princess Yellow. Thank you, Princess, for posting that. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan, do you have any thoughts on uh, on the issue of nightmares? I suppose I do. Um, <clears throat> when I was young, when I was a little kid, um, I remember having nightmares. And whenever I did, my mom would get me out of bed and she would move me to the living room and she would have me sleep in the living, living room. Um, I'll tell you that it helped um, every single time. And I don't know exactly why. But even to the day, even to this day, if, if I'm suffering from a nightmare or something, um, usually I just go back to sleep because... I know it's just a dream and it can't really hurt me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, um, there have been cases where, you know, I, I go to sleep and then I have a nightmare and I go back to sleep and then it's the nightmare continuing. And then I go back to sleep and it's a nightmare. And I'm like, okay, time to switch things up, right? Time to not just deal with that all night. And so then I move to the living room or a different location and then I go to sleep there. And I'll tell you that that almost always helps. And if it doesn't help right away, um, usually like that would be the last dream that was a nightmare and then it won't be anymore. There won't be any more nightmares. Um, that's honestly the best advice that I can give. I mean, you obviously know that it's a dream and it can't really hurt you, but it does affect you mentally for sure, right? I mean, the, the, the dream still happened and you might feel like, you know, um, uh, what's the word? Affected by it, you know, emotionally affected by it, um, and and so it just takes courage getting over that, I suppose. Um, keeping in mind or reminding yourself, like, hey, you know, I've I've got control over over my feelings. That was a nightmare. I didn't actually do those things, so those things didn't actually happen to me, and, and I'm gonna be okay. Um, and and we all have to remind ourselves of that. Um, sometimes on a daily basis, that hey, you know what? I mean, I'm gonna be okay. Um, but, you know, I can understand when you, when you have a dream and it wakes you up because it's so intense, uh, it's hard to go back to sleep. You don't want to go back into that. And sometimes you do end up falling asleep and going right back into it. Um, 
And so when, what I would suggest is a change of setting. Um, I think there's, a, I could talk to you about a spiritual level that um, might be affecting that, but um, that's probably for later. Um, but more so, I think in our minds, you know, you change your setting, your brain now no longer it's out of place, but at the same time, now, you know, you've changed your setting and it makes it easier to have a different dream, I suppose, um, to, to ch- a change of pace. You change your setting and then you have a change of pace. Um, and that's true for a dream catcher. Uh, a dream catcher is something that's there that is a physical object that your brain remembers exists when you sleep. And your brain remembers that that exists when you sleep. And so it helps direct your brain's functions while you sleep. I don't know if you've ever experienced lucid dreams or dreams where you are literally awake and dreaming at the same time, able to stare at different objects in the room while being, while sleeping. Um, or if you know how much exactly how about how dreams work, but um, dreams are kind of like a fluid form of thought that um, interacts often with things that are going on outside, um, like that your brain is trying to explain. So if you are sleeping and someone makes, someone drops a rock on the floor and you hear it, your dream will try to go, okay, how did that fit in the dream? And then I'll be like, okay, so that and that just happened. Well, I guess I would just insert this right here. And that rock falling sound was probably my mom shutting the door in the dream your brain makes these weird functions. And so you tell a story, not in a normal timeline, but you perceive it in normal timeline, even though you're really inserting chunks here and here and here and there and forming a story out of it. And then when you wake up, the moment before you wake up, you remember all of the different things that happened as a sequence, even though it generally actually was never a sequence. It's kind of interesting. Um, but having things that help your brain keep on track, uh, and you know, I think that's the that's exactly what a dream catcher does. It it helps your mind go, oh, but I got that dream catcher, and that's gonna make me feel good. So I only good things will happen to me, you know. And it's a very subconscious, subconscious um, motion um, that keeps you on track. And so sometimes changing your room, I, I, that's what I would suggest. I, I've done that, and that usually helps for me. Hmm. Um, yeah, and, and I'm wondering uh, what Joe might have to say about this then. Yeah, well, nightmares uh, is, you know, it's really interesting. I, I used to have a recurring nightmare about falling up. Aisha has a nightmare. Uh, That's pretty cool. Well, <laughs> okay, sorry. It, it was, it was yeah. probably scary. I, I mean, it is I do well, because that. I kept thinking I'm going to have to come back down and I'm like <laughs> way high up in the air. Oh yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> like I'd be getting shot up in the air by something and then I'd just be way up in the mm. air and then I'm like, uh, and then I would, I would wake up before I would descend too far, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, Got it and, now. and it's crazy when you have a nightmare that feels so real and you know, your adrenaline's going just like princess had said in the chat, you know, it's like your adrenaline's going, your heart's pumping and you're like, oh, oh, and you're like sweating and it's like, oh my gosh, you know, it, it can really freak you out and, and make you, I, I can understand your apprehension of, uh, 
going to sleep. These days, I'm so stinking busy that, you know, I don't sleep very much at all. And so when I sleep, I'm pretty much dead. And <laughs> like, I don't, I don't remember my dreams very much because, you know, I'm so exhausted when I go to sleep. And then also during the day. So that's, that's one thing you can do is just exhaust yourself completely before you fall asleep. <laughs> like when you go to sleep, you're so tired. You, you're just like, so tired you know? your brain can't even function to tell a story. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> um, but like Ryan said, one thing, one thing about the dream catcher is it, it, it can just knowing that it's there can give you a sense of security in your subconscious mind because you associate that item, you know, with security and with having good dreams. And, you know, it's the same type of effect, you know, for people like when we're young, you know, maybe we have a, maybe we have a teddy bear or a stuffed animal that's like, kind of like our sense of security, you know, and, you know, and that happens all throughout life. You know, we have things that we, that we place value on that then set our mind at ease or then remind us to do certain things or, you know, all these, all these different things, you know, it, it's a great to have something that can do that for you. And if a dream catcher does that, then buy a dream catcher. Buy one for your car, buy one for your room. You know, I, I take a lot of naps in my car because I spend my days driving. And so, you know, I'll just be exhausted. And so I'll pull off into a roadside, you know, rest stop or whatever and just like tip my seat back, take a 15 minute nap. You know. Son is offended. Oh, when you were young. <laughs> I, I know she's just kidding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, you know, we can be, I'm 40 years young. There you go. So, hey. <laughs> um, but at any rate, um, one thing you can do also practically, um, since, since dreams come from our subconscious mind, and, oh, sidebar, lucid dreaming. For those of you who can lucid dream, I'm jealous. Yeah, that I, awesome. I hope I hope one day I have, the, I, I have the time to train myself to do lucid dreaming because that just sounds so much fun. If I, if I could lucidly dream, I would dream of, I would like make myself fly all the time, you know, because that'd be great. But... At any rate, um, dream, dreams come, uh, they, they're in our subconscious mind. So one thing you can do is um, start to program your subconscious mind. Now, your subconscious mind acts on memories, feelings, you know, it, 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 you can reprogram it through generating memories with all the, all the senses. Um, a great book I'm reading right now called Psycho-Cybernetics talks about um, the fact that your subconscious mind cannot tell the difference between a real memory or a vividly imagined memory that wasn't real, just something you right. made up, but you imagined it vividly and got all the senses involved and you were relaxed when you did it, you know, your subconscious mind will treat that as real. And it will assimilate that memory into your memory bank and treat it as though it actually happened to you. And so you can visualize things like that. 
what I would recommend doing is taking time. You know, I remember this. This is, I used to be plagued by nightmares a lot more until I went through this program where I had to do a certain amount of visualization. And so what I'd do is I'd get myself relaxed. I'd get in a really comfortable chair or lay down on my bed. And I would, you know, you just lay there and breathe deep and pay attention to your breathing. And you try and empty your mind. So you just try and get all, all the thoughts to just let go. You just dismiss your thoughts. If a thought comes in your mind, you say, thank you. And I dismiss you and just dismiss it and just relax and dismiss your thoughts and try and then just focus on your breathing patterns. Focus on deep breathing and, you know, and then as you relax, then imagine your feet and your hands to be bricks of cement. Like they're super heavy. They're, they're made of cement and you can't, you can't even lift them because they're so heavy. And so your feet and your hands are made of cement and then it just kind of creeps. Then your arms and your whole legs made of cement and you just can't move. And you're there and, and then... And you're not trying to either. It's not, it's not a nightmare. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you, um, so you can do this and then when you get to the point where you're relaxed... And you're just, you end up in this state where it almost feels like you're having an out-of-body experience. At least that's what happened for me. I felt like I was just a mind and my body didn't really exist because it was so relaxed that it felt like I didn't even have it, you know? And at that moment, then you can start programming your subconscious mind. Sometimes you can go through a little extra exercise where if you're having trouble getting getting deeper, you can imagine going down a flight of stairs with each breath you take. Each step is a breath. So one step. Then you do it again. Deep breath, inhale, exhale, another step. And you go down 10 stairs. And then when you're at the bottom of the steps, then you're, you're in a state where you can feed your subconscious mind images and you can reprogram your subconscious. And, and the idea is to get all of your senses involved and think of good things, good positive things, things that are the opposite of what you're having nightmares about. So... You know, if you're having nightmares about being trapped in, a, in an enclosed space, I don't know if you if you suffer from claustrophobia and your and your nightmare is you're stuck in a box or an elevator or something, you know, and you know you can imagine being in an open field, running free, you know, just the exact opposite of whatever the thing is that frightens you in your nightmare, and you can. Start reprogramming your subconscious with more and more thoughts of the nature that you want to, um, that are the opposite of your nightmares. And then what, what will happen is when you then fall asleep and you dream, your subconscious mind will replay that stuff more. It, it will be more likely to replay something that you've programmed into your mind that way. So it's very interesting 
that uh, you, you asked this question right now because I'm because I'm currently going through the book Psycho Cybernetics by oh, Maxwell hard. Maltz, and it, it really, if you want to understand the inner workings of of your mind, like the subconscious mind, and how to actually harness it and use it to to help you move forward, that's the book to, to get. And, you know, psycho cybernetics, it, it sounds like a really boring title. And it sounds like sci-fi to me. It sounds cool. <laughs> yep. But it's, it's very, very good at helping, you know, to, to reprogram your mind and to, you know, to, to get your mind working for you instead of working against you. Because we are not our minds. We are separate from our minds. We, uh, our, our essence of being is something separate than our body or our mind. It, we have been given a body and a mind as something to use, something to, you know, you know it's, it's like a tool. It's like a mechanism. And, and this book explains how this mechanism works and how you can, you know, make adjustments to it. So I would, I would definitely encourage uh, Psycho-Cybernetics by Dr. Maxwell Maltz. Um, mm. And, you know, it's, it's a hefty read. It's got some big words in there. But, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and that makes a lot of sense, um, definitely, because it is your subconscious mind, you know, and being able to program it outside of your sleep will help you when you do sleep. You know, people who have nightmares are the often people who have nightmares. What I mean by that is people who are afraid of having nightmares are the people that are most likely to get them because mm. that's on their mind when they're sleeping. I hope I don't have a nightmare again tonight, you know, and then you will mm. Mm. because mm -hmm. you're thinking it's about the last it. thing and, on your mind. Yeah, and then when you go to sleep, your brain is like, okay, how do I make this a sweet nightmare? All right, so first we start off with this. Oh, no, I thought about that. <laughs> you know, now this happens, you know, and then, you know, it, your mind just runs wild with it, which on that note, one thing I would highly suggest is staying, I'm sure you already do this, but stay away from things that can um, um, alter your mind. Substances that alter your mind in the way that it works naturally. So things like caffeine, um, things like now I don't I know you don't do this, but alcohol, um, things like um, you know that type of thing. I don't you know. There's all sorts of different chemicals. You know more about that stuff than I do, I'm sure. But um, there's mind altering substances that are in every ordinary in daily food and drinks, um, like caffeine and so on. So. Um, Try to stay away from those things before you go to sleep because they will definitely make your mind run wild and be less easy to control, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and if you use it, if there's anything transdermal that you use, um, there are there are patches, you know, that's that's like a medication that goes through your skin. So like a patch of any kind. Um, <laughs> it's funny that... Uh, Way back when, when I used to smoke and uh, when I was trying to one time to quit, I used a patch, you know, to try to mm. quit the nicotine patch. And I can remember leaving that on one night and oh. just the wicked, wicked dreams. It was crazy, just like <laughs> really wild. And now um, 
my wife uses a transdermal like vitamin supplement. Mm. So it's like vitamins and supplements in a patch. So, and she has to remember to take that off before she goes to sleep because that will give her like wicked, wild, crazy dreams as well if she wears that all night. So like anything, anything transdermal, I would avoid while you're sleeping too. <laughs> Fair <So>. enough. <laughs> but yeah. So that's a, that's a really, really good question, princess. I'm glad, I'm glad you asked that. Um, yeah. Quite interesting. It can, it can definitely, you know, that that's a tough challenge to be in. And I think Ryan hit the nail on the head. One of the most important things you can do is, you know, train yourself to not go to bed thinking like being worried about having a nightmare. You know, what you do when, um, what, what you do right before you go to bed, the thoughts you have right before you go to bed are generally the thoughts you, that you will carry through the night and then the first thoughts you have when you wake up as well. Absolutely. So, you know, try and, you know, I read something positive. I usually read some kind of affirmation and pray right before mm -hmm. bed. Oh, yeah, I, I, absolutely. I, I visualize my goals. I visualize the what whatever I'm running for, the the dream that I'm running after. You know, I visualize that, and then there's an affirmation, um, and then prayer, and then actually, that, that's what I do right before sleeping. That's a good recommendation. What I would say is fall asleep in prayer. God's not going to be upset at you for not finishing it. Um, ah, <laughs> yes, good point. So, uh, yeah. That's that's a pretty good one. Fall asleep talking about the things that you're thankful for and things like that. I mean, there's that's that's a good thought to lead off on on night on you know, because yeah, it's totally true what Joe said. What you fall asleep thinking about is what your mind is going to take and then carry on throughout the nice night. Um, mm -hmm. at least through the for the beginning of the night, you know, at that moment. Because then it has a thought to to start the process of story writing off of. Mm -hmm. It's kind of inter interest interesting that our minds do that, but they do. Mm -hmm. And what do I do if my kids have nightmares? Depends on the severity of the nightmare, really. I mean, if it's if it's a nightmare where they just kind of woke up barely half awake, you know, um, then you know, if if I'm available, I will sit with them, you know, for a little while, and and you know and try and help them get back to sleep. Um, if, if it like jerks them all the way awake and they're freaking out, you know, then that takes, you know, sitting with them a little bit longer. But, you know, I generally try, you know, if I'm able to do this, now my, my wife generally will do this more than me. Um, but, uh, you know, and it's funny, we... <laughs> Our oldest son is a sleepwalker, which is interesting. Oh. That's a whole that's a whole other that's, yeah. topic. <laughs> that's fun. But my wife is a sleepwalker too. And, you know, I've done that before too. Usually I don't sleepwalk unless I'm unless I'm in the sleep experiment. <laughs> yes. Trying to in trying the middle to of your sleep the amount of sleep I'm getting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I you know, it's just mostly just trying to calm them down. You know, if they're if they're freaking out, you know, 
it's like just be there because then there's somebody else there that's solid that's you know there to comfort you know and that's kind of one of the beautiful things about being a parent you know and you can you can be a rock for your children you know especially at least when they're younger you know we still have yet to enter the uh teenage years and you know that'll be fun i'm sure but uh because I, I remember a teenager and I remember the handful that I was. Yeah. So. <laughs> I was actually one of the good teenagers. You were. I knew yeah. you when you were a teenager. That's right. Yeah. I didn't cause much I didn't cause much problems. Yeah. I was just like, okay, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> I would learn I would learn how to live your life from Ryan. <laughs> you learn what I'm not, to do I'm not from Ryan example. and you learn. See, the only and then you have a lot I to have, improve on. <laughs> the only From reason there. I have anything to say is because I screwed all of it up, and I can tell you what not to do and what I did to change. Basically, <laughs> once if I were you, the first thing I would do is I'd shave this beard off because this just doesn't belong there. But it looks so. But boring. I'm me, unfortunately, and that means I'm a little bit too lazy to do that. I imagine I imagine Princess Yellow's not going to struggle with the with the uh, whether or not to shave the beard issue. You know, what if she wants a beard? She just can't have one. <laughs> yeah, you should. <laughs> I know. I don't even want it. Okay. Anyways, um, so be like Joe and don't grow as Ryan. <laughs> what? Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. No, be exactly. be like Ryan. Yeah. Um, okay, so thanks for that question. We hope you've enjoyed this Don't Worry Wednesday discussion. All of these episodes from single questions to full programs will appear in the Don't Worry Wednesday section of our website, bss.studio. While you're there, check out all the great content ranging from music to games, chat, and uplifting discussions by our growing worldwide community. One out of two hosts even claim that these are some of the greatest people in the universe, and the other loves all of you unconditionally. Join the experience each week. Don't Worry Wednesdays regularly stream Wednesday evenings on YouTube. And don't be surprised if Ryan and Joe show up other times of the week. So be sure to subscribe and ring the notification bell so you don't miss out on any of the live streams. But you can always get your dose of insight with these handy podcasts, a Black Static and Swerve production.